Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Graph in Kubernetes panel. This is a great chance to hear from a, a group of experts on the Kubernetes side, as well as on, on the Graph side, to see the sort of intersection between Graph and Kubernetes, two of our favorite trends if we're talking about uh, data management. It can be difficult for some data and analytics professionals to really understand the differences between data implementation models. So to get them, like I said, you know, sort of figured out and on the right track, so we got some wonderful folks today uh, to join on this panel and, and share their knowledge. So just want to do a quick round of introductions first, and we can start with you, Feynman. Okay. Um, thank you for having me. It's so glad to be here. My name is Feynman Zhou. I come from Beijing, China, and now I'm currently working as ChinCloud, and I'm, I'm the community manager and CNCF ambassador. And... Uh, we have developed an open source project based on Kubernetes, name is KubeSphere, and which has uh, helped thousands of users to adopt Kubernetes in their production. And uh, we help a lot of users to, uh, uh, to lower the, uh, to lower the uh, learning curve of using Kubernetes. Yeah. Very, very good. Solid intro. Next up, we have no stranger to our uh, person who's no stranger to our community. Wei, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, Bart. So uh, this is Wei Gu from Shanghai. Um, super excited to have this chance. Um, uh, I come from a team dedicated working on an open source um, graph database named Nebula Graph, and uh, we we benefit from the what Kubernetes offered to us. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm personally. Uh, a huge fan of Kubernetes and then run uh, uh, K3S on my home lab. So I hope we can have a, a great talk today. Yeah. Sure, we will. Thank and you. last but certainly not least, from Terminus TV, Chuck. Hello. So, um, so glad to be here. Um, yeah, it's very new to me. Um, so, KubeCoin. Um, hello, folks. Um, so, I'm Chuck. I am um, based in London, UK. So, um, uh, so TerminusDB uh, is an open source graph database, and um, I can see that there's actually a lot of potential to be able to have graph database working with kind of uh, Kubernetes kind of structure. I think it will work very well, but uh, we'll go uh, into it in a bit. <laughs> all right, sounds good. So the first question, just to get things moving, all right? We know the graph databases are the fastest growing data store in overall popularity. And we're taking that into the Kubernetes world, you know, it's, uh, it can maybe get a little bit complex. So using graph on Kubernetes isn't necessarily as known perhaps as some other instances that we've seen in our community. Could you just give me a, a flavor of the, the sort of use cases that you're seeing out there and what that might tell us about the potential about, you know, folks scaling knowledge graph with Kubernetes? Can we start with you, Wei? Yeah, sure. Uh, so a graph database excels at many proven use cases that relies on data relationships with being a, a write and read at scale. Uh, so one of them is uh, the major one is the uh, knowledge graph and something like others like a uh, recommendation system, a real-time intelligent risk control system, or in our data domain is uh, like data metadata management or data lineage, etc. So um, scaling graph data in, in distributed fashion introduce slight different challenges compared to more structured data scenarios like a tabular uh, database. Uh, but our experience shows that a better ex uh, approach to is to uh, shadow those differences 
different. So we actually expose our uh, graph database um, in, in the operational wise uh, surface. We, we expose them uh, in a quite similar way to other non-graph databases. So in, in this way, the, the operation patterns and the, the distributed architecture actually quite fit to uh, what Kubernetes already provide us. And I can, I can see that more and more uh, users are putting uh, graph database on Kubernetes. And it's also worth, uh, worth to mention that our team is providing a managed graph database service at scale and is fully on, um, on Kubernetes. Yeah. Very, very good. So lots of stuff going on there. Chuck, anything that you'd like to add? Yeah, so um, I think that the um, benefit of having a graph or with Kubernetes is that uh, because it is again like scaling issues, right? Like why people love using Kubernetes, like because it's so flexible, you can scale it very easily. And um, having a graph database, um, for example, uh, what we have done in our um, infrastructure uh, with our cloud service, Terminus X, is that we can um, actually scale up very easily with different uh, processes. Um, all we do is to just have, because uh, you can separate the graph and the store, and the store is just like, you know, uh, right now we are using one store. Uh, so you can scale up very easily um, to like just have all the users access to the store. Um, so I think, yeah, like I think because of the flexibility of a, how, how a graph database is, uh, is structured, you can kind of customize it to the way that you really want. Like you can kind of have, you know, you can have scalable, um, you know, a compute that you can have. And also like, if you want, you can also scale the, uh, the, the store as well. So um, I think that it was a really um, a, uh, I would say it's more flexible than the most uh, traditional databases. Um, so, um, yeah, and also with with uh, with schema, you can governance the whole whole um, data coming in, and it will it will be really good for collaboration. And, and when you have uh, you know use case that scales a lot, you know a lot of users and all this, so it it will be great. Yeah, good. You mentioned you know some of the things about Kubernetes that people like the flexibility. You know, Feynman, if we're talking about uh, graph databases, or even we can more broadly databases in general, what are some of the features do you think that Kubernetes has that is going to be allowing more and more folks to be running stateful workloads on Kubernetes? Yeah, I could, I could give a real case study for this question. As uh, Wei has mentioned earlier, uh, their company is providing the uh, graph database as a service, uh, which is all in Kubernetes, right? Um, I would like to show. Uh, I would. I would like to demonstrate a real use case that is uh, Nebula Graph on KubeSphere. Uh, that is the interesting use case that I hear from the uh, DevOps team from uh, Waze Company, the the company behind the Nebula Graph, Vsoft. Yeah, as I know, Vsoft is building their uh, database as a service platform on Kubernetes with multi-cloud architecture. I remember the name is Nebula Cloud. Is right, Way. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the most important thing is that I find their DevOps team is also using KubeSphere as their uh, Kubernetes platform since they shared their uh, case study in our in-person meetup. Um, and this case also inspired me a lot. Uh, I would share their thoughts and their considerations when they adopt Kubernetes as the underlying infrastructure when building their database as, uh, as a service. Um, before they they built it, before they built the um, database platform uh, back to the beginning of 20 and uh, 2021, they did a lot of investigation around 
um, running database on Kubernetes. For example, they are considering Kubernetes maturity, uh, Kubernetes state for uh, capabilities and high availability and performance characteristics of running databases in containers and Kubernetes. Um, I remember there are some obvious advantages they have mentioned before. For example, um, the simplicity of deployment and uh, uh, having the whole stack management, management by the same orchestration tool, you know, Kubernetes, auto scaling and automatic reprovisioning of failed containers leading to high availability. So, for example, if one of the nodes running, running a database fails, Kubernetes will have to auto-scaling and uh, uh, self-healing, which help you to reschedule the workloads and pass to another node. Um, when it talks to the benefits of running uh, stateful workloads or uh, databases on Kubernetes, I think, uh, you know, the, the Kubernetes provides a uh, operating pattern that defines uh, custom resource definitions that are high level objects, uh, which typically interfaced uh, the capabilities as simple YAML files, which allows you to de deploy and manage your uh, database workloads and the resources in a simple manner. Um, as second part, I think uh, Kubernetes also provides the capability to automate the day two operations. Uh, for example, it provides deployment, high availability, backups, observability, patching, upgrading, and so on. All of these are uh, out of box on Kubernetes. So operators can encode these operations into CRD. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, I think the multi cloud portability uh, is also the consideration that. Uh, Vsoft DevOps team has mentioned before, since they, they are building their database as a service across AWS, Azure, and Alibaba Cloud Kubernetes services. Yeah. Very, very good. Very comprehensive answer. A lot of depth <laughs> there. I know that's good. That's good. That's good. To take this to take this a little bit further, right? So we, we can all agree that, that you folks are, are believers when it comes to the, you know, running uh, graph database on Kubernetes. But do you think that Kubernetes makes that it makes graph, you know, that makes graph databases better? And if we consider the inverse, you know, looking at it from the other direction, is graph the best technical deployment pattern that allows users to really make, get the most out of Kubernetes? We can start with you, Chuck. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think uh, right now Kubernetes is basically uh, the the choice of uh, of for, for a lot of uh, cloud applications. So. Um, because like what the benefit that we have just discussed about, um, I think that uh, for graph database, like if, you know, because of it works well with Kubernetes, I think it would be a very, very good, uh, it would empower the graph database uh, in that case um, to really um, make it, you know, power, more powerful for, for, for a cloud service or for a cloud application. Um, so yeah, like if, you know, you, of course you can run graph database locally or like run it in a just a single container and stuff. But um, with Kubernetes, I think it, it really opened up a lot of possibilities and really um, make it modernized to, to the modern standard, the, the golden standard of the industry of, of cloud services. So I think that that's the, that's the, the, the good thing about it. <laughs> All right, uh, Wei, anything that you'd like to add on that? Um, yep, Re regarding the Kubernetes make graph better, I think uh, my answer is yes, and it applies in many cases and angles. 
But one of the most uh, angle that I think is even more true is in the case uh, of the hyperscale graph or high concurrency uh, graph traffic uh, scenarios. And in those scenarios that they will uh, demand the, uh, you know, the state to be distributed by nature. And in this case, Kubernetes uncovered the full potential of a distributed uh, graph database where we have the auto ops uh, decouples the, the ops uh, expertise on, on scaling, failover, and tuning. And the tooling uh, brought by a Kubernetes ecosystem out of box uh, is uh, come to enable our uh, more, even more modern in, in the ops, uh, like we can leverage the uh, infrastructure as a code and the, the GitOps together with other app, application layers. So in, in, in this year, so maybe most of the application and other data stack, data infra, in, in, in most cases, they are already running on Kubernetes too. And those, and the, the final one is those uh, concepts and factors uh, being managed and uh, operated in a, in a distributed data, uh, database. In, in their DNA, it's actually uh, simplified if we uh, manipulate every state and meta states uh, from the abstraction uh, brought by Kubernetes. Uh, in fact, if we manage those uh, kind of systems, you know, the distributed system is complicated. If we manage them barely on the operating system itself, we can run it from a binary package, but it's, it's even more complicated. So through the abstraction from the Kubernetes, it's easier to me. Yeah. All right. Okay. Feynman, anything you want to add there? Yeah. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm not a uh, I'm not an expert for uh, graph database domain, but uh, I can give some thoughts around the Kubernetes and uh, running stateful workloads on Kubernetes. Um, as apart from the uh, the most important part, the Kubernetes operator pattern, and it provides the deployment, high availability, backups, and monitoring. All of the capabilities are uh, provided by the Kubernetes operator. And we know we have uh, some uh, we have some uh, uh, installation methods to uh, quickly set up the workloads and resources for the stateful workloads, such as Helm charts or customize. Um, I think the most important thing is that uh, the design pattern of Kubernetes is pro that provided the uh, a unified layer and a standardized uh, API for uh, any kinds of workloads. Uh, as you know, the stateful sets had been uh, involved to GA uh, around three years ago, and uh, uh, plus the uh, you know the uh, cloud native storage such as OpenEBS and uh, something like that. It also helps you to easily manage your graph database on Kubernetes. Yeah. Good, good, good. I think we're. I think it's very clear that we're generating a strong amount of interest in taking this, this topic further. So if people want to learn more about graph databases, getting them on Kubernetes, Chuck, where are some of the, what are some of the best resources, the place where they should go to, to meet folks such as yourselves, but to get better informed about this so it's, it's more comfortable for them when they're making the, uh, the next steps? Yeah, so, uh, well, I can, I can only uh, give advice on, like, for example, if people are interested in Terminus DB, we do have resources that uh, people can uh, go to to, uh, to have a look to see if that works for them. Um, I think the best way is to join our Discord channel to chat to the team. Um, to, like uh, we have our DevOps uh, superstar uh, Robin uh, in the team that is happy to answer your questions if you want to uh, see oh, whether 
um, terminus to be work in my infrastructure and things like that. Um, also, there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, teaching resources uh, on our website as well that you could see whether uh, the team can, you know, uh, it will work for your use case, whether the graph database would be the choice of, uh, of your project. So, um, yeah, I think uh, so check it out. <laughs> that's that's all I can tell at this point. Yeah. <laughs> With that in mind, though, I guess learning, you know, every database is kind of its own world, though, right? Are there things that people need to keep in mind specifically when it comes to graph databases? Yeah, I think uh, the specific thing is that whether you need a graph database, right? A lot of times, uh, I know folks are very passionate about, you know, the newest and the shiniest uh, tools and, um, you know, the, the new uh, technology. But I think for me is that uh, look at your use case. If you have a kind of relatively confined and small use case that is already working well with, you know, a, a relational database, then maybe Maybe you don't need it, but a lot of times we have we have seen folks who really like dedicated time and effort to to work with us. Is that uh, because the use case really need the huge and flexibility and complexity of a graph database? So uh, I think that in the long run, I would really wish you could uh, make the decision before you invest. <laughs> of course, of course, learning you know learning is good. Like we, we all love learning new technology, but I think when when you go hands on and really like try migrating your data, you have to think about this kind of uh, you know uh, decision uh, before you really uh, you know engage uh, you know and, and invest in it. So yeah, <laughs> good good stuff. Way, what would you recommend if folks want to get more into graph databases and Kubernetes? Um, I think. Uh, Sorry. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go um, for it. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, similar to Chuck, you can also check uh, the Nebula graph on uh, to our uh, GitHub, uh, Slack, and our Discord uh, forum. And we have some uh, documentation and uh, hands-on toy projects to help you understand more of what graph can provide in a database perspective. And on the Kubernetes perspective, we have a, a playground you can check and uh, how it can help you uh, automate everything. And also you um, you can check out our Kubernetes operators of the Nebula graph itself on GitHub. So you can learn some uh, patterns and the limitation and uh, what it can be done uh, with Kubernetes plus the, the graph database. Yeah. All right, good. Feynman, yeah. last but not least. Um, actually, before you uh, migrating all of your workloads, especially for the uh, stateful workloads to Kubernetes, I think you have to considering if you are a uh, if you are an expert or operator for Kubernetes. So uh, actually, we also provide a series of Kubernetes learning resources for users, especially for the newbies. So if you want to uh, learn more, especially for the practice of Kubernetes, for example, provisioning a new Kubernetes cluster. We have some uh, tools like that. Uh, I'm not sure if you have ever heard about it. Uh, Kubesphere provides a uh, cluster management and provision, provisioning tool, which name is KubeKey, which helps you to provision a, an all-in-one Kubernetes cluster with all of uh, those add-ons you want. Yeah, so if you want to uh, dip a little bit more into Kubernetes, we also have a video tutorial on our website, so you can check out and uh, uh, to see what's going on there. All right, good. So I think we, it's very clear. There's lots of stuff to learn, lots of places to do it, and lots of really helpful people to, to make this transition easier. Thank you all very much for joining us today. We got a lot in a short period of time. This is clearly a subject we will be taking further. As we've seen as well, too, with the, the talks we've had with 
uh, with Wei and, and also with, uh, with Luke from, uh, from Terminus. And always wonderful to, to have you find men as someone who's very, very active in the, in, the, in the Kubernetes ecosystem. So thank you all for being with us uh, today. And now I will jump back to our studio in Valencia to continue the event, right? Take care, everybody.